So what is return on investment or ROI as it's sometimes called? Well, ROI is simply a financial metric used to evaluate the profitability of an investment. It's closely linked to other uh, financial um, terms, such as the payback period, which is how long it takes to, for an investment to pay itself back. Sounds obvious. But how do you calculate the return on investment? Well, the return on investment, the basic calculation, and we'll, if we get chance tonight, we'll go into a little bit more detail on some of the, the things you can add into this calculation to give it a little bit more, if you like, validity uh, in, in terms of the real world, rather than this very, very simple um, method of calculating, which is basically the net profit divided by the total investment. And that will give you your ROI, um, simple as that. Uh, and if you multiply it by 100, you'll get it as a percentage. And typical values for uh, small businesses and, and independent garages are somewhere between 15 and 30%. So what that means basically is for for every pound that you invest, you'll get 15 pence back or 30 or 30 pence back. So you can see that that's like a, an overall figure and some investments will be better and some will be worse. And you have to make a decision on whether or not you're gonna make those those investments. Now, one of the the things we're trying to avoid as 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 small business owners is making decisions on investments based on what I call your gut and your gut feeling. That's that's where it comes from. So, you know, why when I speak to people, why did you make that investment? Why did you buy that piece of equipment? Why did you uh, in hire that individual? Why did you increase the size of your garage? Whatever it is, often what I get back is is that they didn't have any data to base it on, so they went with their gut feeling. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again, gut stands for given up thinking, which just basically means that you you didn't give it that much thought and you just made a decision without really thinking about it. So we wanna get away from making gut feeling or decisions based on guts, and we wanna make decisions based on reliable data. And that is the first problem. So. What do we use ROI for? Well, I've used, um, well, I've given three examples, I suppose, in, in the, the brief synopsis of what tonight's training topic was about. And the first one is, is to help predict future income. Uh, and these are um, sort of a, a very useful way. So especially if you're looking at uh, a, a financial decision, they'll often ask you for some kind of financial forecast um, if you're going to borrow money and you and they're looking at your business individually and you say well I need to borrow this money because it's going to bring in this sort of revenue and that will give them an idea of, of what the future income will be and you can do it for a specific project or a specific investment for a piece of equipment for a member of staff uh, or you can do it for the garage as a whole and we'll come back to that in a second. The second reason I've given it is to calculate the return on investment of training. And when we discuss this, this is quite difficult. And how do we understand why we should send ourselves, if it's your, your, yourself as the business owner that wants to run a piece of training, or members of your staff 
on training. What is a method of calculating ROI of that? Because it's incredibly difficult, and we'll look at that in a second. And the third reason for understanding and calculating ROI is basically to make better or more informed decisions when it comes to investing. And if we get a chance, we'll have a look at maybe a couple of in couple of in, in examples of that. And within that, we'll maybe try and look at how we can make the, um, the the simple formula for ROI a little bit better. So let's start with the first one. Knowing the ROI of an investment helps you make or predict the future or predict your future income, which is the number one reason. And, and the first thing that when you consider ROI, when you're making any kind of investment, the first thing that it does is it gets you thinking about what it is that you should be improving within your business. Because what I would, if I was in, in a position where I was about to make an investment and I had some choices of what I should invest in, what would I be looking to do is invest in the thing that fixes the most within the business, which gets me, solves the most of my current business problems. Instead of thinking about what I, um, possibly a, a simple solution to something, I might be looking at, at, at stuff in a more sort of, in a bigger way, a more macro rather than a micro way. By that I mean I'm looking at the bigger picture instead of the specific thing or problem that I've, I've come across today. So we often make a, a, a sort of an investment decision. Let, let's, let's just take the example of air conditioning because I always love using air conditioning as an example. So what happened in this fictitious example, and this will be the sort of thing that starts a investment decision-making process off. A vehicle turned up, required uh, a regas, and it had the newer gas in it, and we've only got the machine that does the older gas. And we couldn't do it, and we turned effectively a job away. And because of that, the owner of the business is now deciding whether or not to invest a reasonable sum of money into a new piece of air conditioning equipment. So that's like a scenario that I'd like you to consider as we go through everything that we talk about today. So if that rings any bells with you, if that if you're thinking, well, yeah, that's you know a typical kind of scenario, that's how I've made decisions to invest in equipment in the past, then hopefully I'm, I'm sort of, because it's definitely what's happened to me in the past, hopefully I'll be um, on or, or talking to people who, who, who've made decisions like that and I've wondered whether or not they were the right decision. So how can you predict future income? So let's say this machine, and we'll just use a round figure, is £5,000. Okay. And we're about to spend £500 of the business's money on an aircon machine because a job came in today and we couldn't do it, and therefore we turned that job away. The first thing I would ask you to consider is could that £5,000 be spent somewhere else within the business that would have a greater impact? that would improve the business more so than an air conditioning machine. Now, I don't know the answer to that, yeah? But what you would want to do next is you would want to create a model. And a model of, let's use, you know, the air conditioning example as, as, our, as our example. Let's use that. And we're gonna build a model based on the number of times or the number of vehicles that come in 
uh, with the new gas and how many times we've been asked for the new gas uh, and we're going to try and predict from that model the income the new machine is going to give us because what what will happen all too often if when you go to buy an air conditioning machine and I'm speaking here from a position of experience because I used to sell them I could often persuade um, a garage to buy the machine when I explained that one bottle of gas charged out correctly would pay for the machine therefore the return on investment was was effectively um, very high yeah and that's not true though is it because if you might have that machine 20 years before you've used that bottle of gas if you don't do a lot of uh, of aircon jobs and therefore buying an air conditioning machine based on one job that you couldn't do was probably ineffective when the ramp in the corner that's used all day every day is falling apart and is about to fail its safety inspection now you can see why we want to start to make more informed decisions and that's the first one you want to be able to predict the future income from your investment and that requires and we've done a, a training topic on this before modeling the business as a whole and then modeling separate parts of the business so if you think about it how quickly would you um, burn through or lose five thousand pound of income due to the fact your ramp was broken compared to the new air conditioning gas and this was the first time you've been asked for it and the typical car that comes in you've done a little bit of research at this point and you found out that that one in ten vehicles has the new gas and air conditioning isn't something that you do a great deal of in your business it's not something that you promote as an exercise however just about every vehicle that comes in that's 10 out of 10 goes on that ramp you can you see how the predicting future income and thinking about when you make an investment is so important and that's why return on investment calculations are so important because the first thing they get you to do by asking you to predict the future income is they get you to think seriously about your business and about and they make you think more business-like about a decision even if at this point you still want to buy an air conditioning machine all's good because we'll get on to the second reason for doing an ROI and that's calculate the ROI of training so when you go on training okay it's seen quite often to the business as a cost there's the cost of the actual training there's the lost time if it was during the working week and there's hotels and other expenses that the tech or the business owner probably went out uh, when they stayed in the hotel had a meal a couple of beers and you may have bankrolled all that or you may not have but you know the price of the training isn't just the course is it let's let's be honest so let's say the price of going on air conditioning training is is around about a thousand pounds which we've now added to the five thousand uh, pounds of the cost of the machine now we've got a six thousand pound investment so you have the investment in the machine and the investment in the training. Which one has a greater ROI? And I'd like you to think about that. And I've paused deliberately there because you can't probably put a number on the ROI of the training because it's incredibly difficult to do. But what you can put a number on is if the training makes you more effective or the training made you more efficient, you can put a number on that. For example, if the technician or the business owner, if the business owner went on the training, is now 
able to do the work quicker. He is becoming more efficient. If you are now more confident in doing the job and you can book more of those jobs out, you're probably becoming more effective. If your uh, aircon diagnosis goes up because you understand air conditioning systems better, you're becoming more effective and more efficient. You can see how you can start to look at how you can get an ROI of training. Now, I believe that if you select the right training that the right people need at the right time, that the greatest ROI in your business is probably investing in your staff. And the great quote, wasn't it, by Richard Branson, is when, when he's asked about training, he said, when he's asked, someone asked him once, uh, what happened, what, you know, what's the worst scenario? What I find is the worst scenario is I train someone up and they leave. And Richard Branson said, actually, the worst scenario is not training them and they stay because they remain inefficient and they remain ineffective. And they're actually costing you more than the training in the first place. So that's how you calculate the ROI of, of training. You look at your effectiveness in the efficiency predictions and you can be really conservative, maybe two or three percent more efficiency from training and one or two more percent for effectiveness from training every time you do a training course. And that will make a huge difference to your bottom line. So. How do you use ROI to make more informed decisions? Yeah, well, the first thing you want to do is build a better calculator than the one we first use, which is the, you're going to look at how much net profit it makes and how much total investment there was. So right now, for our simple one, we've, we've bought an air conditioning machine at £5,000 and we think somehow we've come up with, um, we've modelled it up and we think the air conditioning machine will, will make a profit of a net profit over a period of five years of around about £7,000. So that's about 140%, so slightly better than the average, which was 15 to 30% that we said at the beginning. However, that was equipment A. Equipment B, being the ramp, if we want to use it that, let's say the ramp was expensive, it was another £5,000 one. The fact that the ramp is no longer being able to be used because your old ones just failed, failed its safety inspection and let's say for example you spent the five thousand pounds you can't afford now another five thousand pounds for the ramp how much money are you losing which is another way of looking at uh, return on investment is not doing it uh, so and let's say that you you're now in a position whereby you will probably lose more money than probably each month than the air conditioning machine could have made you in five years, which was seven grand. Which one would you have bought if you had done the calculation? So you can see how looking at choice A against choice B and seeing which one delivers the better return in the first race in the first place is, is one way of looking at it. But look at what it could also cost you by not investing, which is another way of looking at it, which is cost avoidance as opposed to income generation. So you can see that you can even do this when it comes to employing a member of staff. You can look at, and that we did this when we did the, the previous training about modeling, where we can effectively, you can look at what you do now and you can work out how much each member of staff costs you and how much each member of staff brings in and do our eyes on that. And look at that. When you build your ideal business and you model that, when it comes to making the decision, you already have a good idea of the ROI of a member of staff etc etc whistle stop short tour if you like of roi 
it's a much bigger subject than that because you can in include things like net present value in your uh, ROI calculations. You can start to look at how much it brings back over periods of time. And then you can look at the uh, the payback period for a, for a piece of equipment. Will it pay back within the the time that you possibly borrowed money, etc., etc. It all rolls in. If there are interest payments, they have to go into the cost of the investment. All of that other stuff that you can build into a simple ROI calculation that makes it a far better tool to make informed decisions. If I've made you think about your next investment and I've done my job, if you want any uh, more information about ROI or how you could possibly join the Atomic Success Program, which is the paid version of this training, it looks like I may be able to take on one or two people, more uh, garages, after Easter, so if you're interested, send me a direct message uh, and we'll get you hooked up on a call. Um, hopefully, I'll have made you think a little bit more about the next invest you make and hopefully you're not going with your gut, because remember, gut stands for giving up thinking. Thanks for your attention and I'll see you all guys.